The Irish Times leads today with the line that the investigation into the murder of Ashling Murphy remained focused last night on a man being treated for a variety of wounds in a Dublin hospital. We're told that the man's DNA was being cross-checked against a DNA profile taken from the crime scene and forensic evidence found on a mountain bike. DNA to nail Ashling's killer is the lead headline in the Irish Sun. The man who is being described as a person of interest in the investigation who came to the attention of Garthi after being alerted by staff at a Dublin hospital that a man was being treated there for unexplained injuries must be mentally assessed before being interviewed. While the Times reports that it was unclear last night when the man might be interviewed, the Irish Independent leads with the line that Garthi may begin interviewing as early as today. Under the headline, Closing In on the Ashling Suspect, the Irish Daily Mail focuses on the search for the weapon which took place at houses in Tullamore and Dublin yesterday and which Garthy believed was used in the fatal attack on the 23-year-old schoolteacher. For its lead story, the Irish Examiner reports that mourners gathered to pay their respects at Ashling's family home last night as vigils in her memory continued to take place worldwide at locations including London, Brisbane and New York. Ashling's parents, Raymond and Kathleen, her brother Caho and sister Amy are all pictured on the front of today's Irish Daily Star and Irish Daily Mirror walking along the Grand Canal yesterday at the spot where she was murdered. The hardest walk is the headline in the mirror while the star opts for walk of love. Many of today's papers also carry details of the government's new strategy to target violence against women due to be published in March, which is to include the provision of funding to counties without domestic violence refuge centres and a focus on education on gender-based violence in schools. Justice Minister Helen McEntee is quoted commenting on the new strategy in today's Examiner. If any glimmer of light is to come from these awful, awful events this week, she says, it is that as a community and as a society, we now stand together and demand zero tolerance of violence against women. Elsewhere on the front pages, the Irish News leads with claims by former civil rights campaigner, 82-year-old Killian McNichol, that the Irish army was minutes away from invading Northern Ireland to highlight the plight of nationalists facing a sectarian onslaught in the late 1960s. Comments made by former UUP leader Mike Nesbitt generate the lead story in today's Belfast Telegraph. Mr Nesbitt described a proposal being put forward by the DUP to allow MPs to remain in the Assembly, which would mean that DUP leader Geoffrey Donaldson could fight the Stormont election in May while continuing to serve as an MP, as one which would make Vladimir Putin blush. And finally, the Times and Examiner both run with front page pictures from yesterday's commemoration to mark the handover of Dublin Castle 100 years ago.